And we're back with James O'Connor, designer of Welcome to Dino World and Jewelers Row. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Ad hoc, concerned with a particular end or purpose, formed or used for specific or immediate problems or needs, fashioned from whatever is immediately available, improvised. Ad hoc. This one I thought was hard. Like I looked at yeah. your two words, and, and yesterday's was was cool and definitely inspiring and all. And this one's this one's tough. And it's about time yeah, it, that someone else gets those, a tough one. It's like the opposite problem with yesterday's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks a lot for sending that to me. Um, yeah, it's the opposite problem from yesterday because, like, with Caravansary, it's like okay, the theme and everything is just right there. It's like just ready for the taking, and you've never heard it before, so it's all new. With ad hoc, it's like I use this word practically daily in my <laughs> in my in my job, and it's for a very specific purpose. It's like for ad hoc meetings. It's okay, we're gonna form a quick meeting with whoever we've got around. Uh, it's not our regularly scheduled meeting. We're just going to grab some people. We're going to go in a conference room. It's an ad hoc meeting. And so I was so blinded by that that <laughs> it was very difficult to kind of detach from it and think of something new or like kind of think about it from a different perspective. Um, so I just kind of sat and stared at this one for a while. <laughs> um, and because my use of it is for such a bland purpose, all of my ideas started off being very bland. Like, or maybe you're creating an ad hoc meeting or an ad hoc committee or trying to do something. Um, so my first game idea was, okay, well, maybe you have a cube pusher where you're trying to convert cubes into different rates. And um, you know, there's fixed conversion rates where you can turn blue cubes into red cubes for three to one. But you can also do it ad hoc if you don't have the right pieces in place and you can convert blue cubes into purple cubes but for like a different rate or something like that. And that just sounded terrible. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, it's neat. I, it's, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah, because the idea of doing something ad hoc is it's not as, as ideal or yeah. efficient as you would normally do. Gotcha, yeah. Like if you had a, a, good, a good process in place, you wouldn't have to do something ad hoc. So because you're doing it kind of on the fly, you're doing it less efficiently than you could otherwise. Um, and so that was actually some of the, the stuff I found when I was kind of doing some more digging in the word is like, Okay, it's usually a symptom of not enough planning or um, no consideration for how you're going to do this later. You just need to do something right now. And I actually found out that this word ad hoc is Latin for for this, for this specific purpose. We're going to do something ad hoc. Um, but after thinking about it for a while, I kept kind of bouncing off of it until I kind of looked at the related word of improvised or fashioned from whatever is immediately available. And that kind of grabbed me a little bit. So that kind of made me think, of, okay, you're trying to make some sort of tools or something like that uh, from whatever you have lying around um, and trying to fashion or improvise something. Um, and that kind of made me think of like a survival scenario. Like you're, you're washed up on a desert island. You've got you know, random things and you're trying to improvise or create things ad hoc uh, out of what you have. And so that's kind of was my jumping off point from there. That's neat. I, my um, initial thoughts was you, it went very meta. Like, you know, you're ad hoc creating a group to play this game or, <laughs> you know, not even that, but within the game. Like, you know, if we're we're forming a team or whatever and we're just, just you know, doing it on the fly with, with without that planning and, with, you know, you mm -hmm. have to do it right this second. Like, there's just no time and who's on your team 
go you have no choice we're on it start okay you, you could create like an ad hoc expansion to pretense <laughs> yeah i mean it definitely had a pretense feel to it um but that was like really as far as i could possibly go once i saw this word it was just you know yeah that's tough yeah so kind of i kind of evolved that survival game idea because at first i was thinking okay like kind of like a robinson crusoe game where you've got like little resources and you're trying to combine them in certain ways but that just seemed too hard so i kind of <laughs> Took it up a level uh, to something a little bit more lighthearted or like a, like a party style game. So this is kind of where I started diving in, kind of going deep. So uh, imagine you're washed up on a desert island with just a bunch of random stuff from the plane or the boat or whatever, um, like a, a sock, a toothbrush, a bowling ball, just random things. Uh, and so you would like get a stack of cards that are just random items. You would deal some out to the middle, other things everybody can use, and then you give everybody a couple cards. Those are your private items. Those are only things you can use. Uh, and then you're working together cooperatively to try and um, overcome scenarios, and so that's a separate deck of cards. Uh, and so you flip over a scenario, and it's like, okay, you need to catch a wild boar to have food tonight. How are you going to do that with the things that are out here, with this toothbrush and a sock and a bowling ball? Um, and so everyone will kind of take turns, okay, I, could, I think I could maybe use these couple items, come up with this, you know, MacGyvered approach uh, <laughs> or, 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 or what. And then so... One player would be the judge, and they'd have a little pool of dice, like maybe 10 dice. And uh, everyone would kind of make their pitches, or they kind of collaborate. And you know, since it's cooperative, everyone's kind of working together, kind of feeding off each other. And once they kind of come up with a, okay, I think we can catch this boar by uh, unraveling the socks and turning it into like a, a, a thin string, and then tying it around the bowling ball and using the toothbrush as a stake. And you know, then when the boar comes through, then it'll trip the, the toothbrush, and the bowling ball will come down, and then now we can have pork tonight. And so the judge will say, okay, well, I think that's, you know, it has like a likeliness. So I think that's pretty unlikely. I don't think you could get, you know, a string from a sock to hold a bowling ball or maybe they're like, oh, I think that's really great. And they can assign some dice based on how likely they think the scenario is to, to occur. And so those dice would have like two successes and four blanks, I think. And so then the more dice you give, the more likely you are to be successful in that. And so then they roll the dice and see, okay, did that plan work or did it not? Uh, and then um, those dice kind of migrate around, so each person, player has a chance being the judge, but those dice are all, that's also the timer. So the more dice you allocate, the quicker you kind of um, rotate the judge, and once everyone's been the judge twice, then the game ends, and you kind of see, okay, how many scenarios did we accomplish? How many survivor points did we get? Were we able to survive long enough to be rescued? Or did we fail too often because we you know, couldn't come up with uh, interesting ideas or because we didn't allocate the dice correctly uh, and uh, we were overcome by events? So that's kind of where I got with that. What's interesting about that is you went very cooperative at one point where I, like, maybe just in the theme, like, where did we go? But, you know, everybody's pitching this thing. They're kind of against each other in the pitch, I assume. And then you pick one and then you roll. So it, it was neat where it had a little twist where it was like, we are doing this. Yeah, I'm envisioning it kind of being like we're all working together, but you're also trying to convince one player who's the judge on how likely can I can I make this scenario based on the tools that are available to me. Uh, and, you know, you don't want to you know be like, oh, that's super likely. Here's t all 10 dice because yeah, then you're just going to burn your timer too quickly. Uh, but you also don't want to hold back too much because then you're not going to be able to successfully overcome a challenge. And there's a weird line there when it's like a party storytelling type of game like that where you actually you have this this number and this is this is your goal and you don't want to use all the dice but some people just you know want to you know want to have the best story and and 
Right, exactly. You know, it's like a it's like a weird there's just such a weird line there with with <laughs> gamifying story story games, you know. Right. Um, sometimes people are just like I roll them all because I want to see what exactly i really want that to happen i want that that or yeah it's almost kind of like in like an rpg when you're trying to convince your dm like i've got this really awesome way to to you know do this thing uh please let me roll for with a bonus kind of thing like that's kind of what i was envisioning a little bit yeah but you're trying to kind of work with these tools these random little tools to kind of come up with an ad hoc solution for a problem i had a yeah on yesterday we talked about early games and i had an early game that i made called famous missions and i still love it to this day but i kickstarted it and it failed in like 2011 i think maybe something along those lines and i was asking for way too much money and i wasn't ready for it and way too much money then was like four thousand dollars or oh my gosh (laughs) might have been five um and then we redid the art and another company kickstarted it and it's funded but it was just such a small run of like 250 or something it was just a it doesn't exist anywhere right now like there's like two copies still around i'm sure but the game was basically like you had famous characters and there was you had a hand of them like seven famous characters and um a a mission would come out and say like rob a bank and you had to put together your best hand of famous characters to rob a bank and then kind of uh pitch as to why they were better than you know your opponent's hand of famous characters and the, the like know. the fun part about it was the characters were famous were not always great like some were famous for stupid reasons and dumb <laughs> reasons like carrot top was one of them oh god and and <laughs> so to, to give you a perspective that's that's that but um people like really were just like i hate carrot top i will never play a game with carrot top in it <laughs> um yeah oh, so but uh i, I think that's great <laughs> I'll I'll find a copy somewhere and give you one. <laughs> but I uh, okay, awesome. no, I just had a little moment of that as you were as you were talking, just with just uh, trying to kind of plead your case a little bit and to you know yeah. why I'm why my suggestion for this is better than yours and that little bit of debate is always creative debate like that is always fun, especially if you have a prompt which was which was cool about you know, what I had before and, and with this is like you have those couple tools that that give you somewhere to kinda of go off of and with a creative group that stuff can mm-hmm. really shine. Definitely. Yeah. And and it's it's hard to kind of say, okay, there's a better way to do this, but you don't have access to that. You have to create a weird way. Yeah. So go. <laughs> exactly. No, that's that's always fun. And I I have yeah, a I really creative group here that that we would just play games with just like we would make a movie out of story cubes or something along those lines. And, and we had like eight different points of the film that we would create and, and things like that. Or I even had these dice that just had words on them and the words were terrible and make like a complete film out of them. And I don't know. I I love that kind of, that kind of creative gaming like that, but I Mm -hmm. don't do a lot of like role playing, which is weird. Like I'll, I'll, it stops at like, like, I guess it's the involvement. Maybe, you know, I can, do a single session but mm-hmm. once it becomes i don't do you do a lot of role playing i'm actually trying my first campaign right now i'm only we've only done two meetings where we created our characters and we just started an adventure oh, but um yeah so really I'm, I'm dipping my t- i'm dipping my toe in just very very small have you played uh like anything <laughs> like fiasco or any of those like single shots 
No, but I've, I've actually been really enjoying some of the um, uh, the radio play style versions that they do, like the Gamers with Jobs folks. They do kind of like those, um, like Dread or, yeah. or uh, styles like that, like Power by the Apocalypse. Those actually create a lot of really interesting stories, and I, I really enjoy listening to those. So that was kind of part of my inspiration for that. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try out a, a quick campaign, see how that goes. Well, you got to let me know how it goes, because I uh, I just I can't squeeze it in. I just can't do it. I try. The commitment is really hard. We've already <laughs> canceled more times than we've met. <laughs> I can't even finish Pandemic Legacy Season 1, so <laughs> my group is just like... Oh, I know. We're so close on that. We're, we're like in December. All we need to do is meet one more time, and we can't make it work. <laughs> you know what? Even worse than that, I am on... I have two games left of Risk Legacy that we've been playing for over five years now. That's just how... Oh, that game how, is awesome. How f- much I can't get my group to commit. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, this was a lot of fun. It's hard. It's hard when <sighs> it is hard. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, especially when you need the same people every time. Yeah, and when nobody wants to play with my brother because he just takes Australia <laughs> and the I'm not going to spoil anything five years okay. later. But <laughs> <laughs> he... yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and and follow along with all your your fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm on Twitter mostly at uh, Stellaris Games. Uh, that's kind of where uh, I try to hang out and, and uh, you know connect with everybody. Um, I had an LLC at one point with a website, but we've since dissolved that because it was too much work to maintain. So yeah, Twitter is just mostly where I hang out. Cool. I'm sure everybody's on Twitter. That's one of the few places that this gets posted, so they'll they'll find you. Well, we should do this again sometime. But for now, um, that's the end of our weekend, our two episodes. And uh, thanks for thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.